Hey, this is Catherine Tabor, Padme Amadala on the Clone Wars, and you're listening to Enchanted Tiki Talk. Vahini Mekioni Mana, ladies and gentlemen, no flashbulbs, please. Our performers are temperamental and easily upset. Thank you for your cooperation. Oh, look at all the people. My goodness, you're all staring at us. We better start the show rolling. Wait, wait. We forgot to wake up the Glee Club. Hey, howdy, hey. And thank you for joining us here on Enchanted Tiki Talk. We are your hosts. I'm Sean. I'm Alan. I'm Keith. So grab yourself a Dole Whip, pull up a chair, and enjoy the show. This is episode 39 for the week of July 20th, 2014. Hello and welcome to another edition of Fast Pass, Just Pass, or Standby. But first, we have some exciting news to share with you. Alan, go ahead. Thanks, Sean. Um, this uh, this week's news is a little different than usual. Uh, this week, we're going to want to just mention that we have been uh, nominated for four different awards for the first annual Dizzy's, uh, the Disney Podcast Awards. Um those are put together by uh, Brian Perkins, who goes by WDW Pod Review on Twitter, and James Francis, who goes by Travel to Disney Me on Twitter. That's Travel to with the number two Disney Me. Um, but they have put together the first annual Dizzies, and we've actually been nominated for four of the awards, which is just amazing, and we're, we're so humbled. Um, we were nominated for Best Intro, uh, Best Interviews, Best Ensemble Cast, as well as Best New Show since. July of last year, I believe. Um, we just we wanted to take the time to, to thank. Uh, I think it was done by a panel and those two guys and, and maybe twenty other people. We really want to thank those uh, those people for nominating us. I mean, it's speaking for for both of those guys and myself. We have such a great time doing this, and it it just means so much to us that we have people that listen to us and care about listening to us and and obviously enjoy what we do and. We just hope that we can continue to do that moving forward and, and that we always uh, put out a good product for you, win or lose. We're, we're out there with some really great other podcasts. And, you know, so whether we win or lose, we're just, we're so honored to, to be out there. Um, and if you are interested in it, you can go to their website, which is DisneyPodcastAwards.Weebly.com and you can check out uh, the other categories that we weren't nominated in and also the, the, the very stiff competition. Yeah, and thank you for everybody who nominated us who are, you know, fans of the show. You know, we really appreciate it. It's it, it's really humbling, and it means a lot. It really does. It does. It's an honor. Just like Alan said, I mean, we're up against other like podcasts who, you know, we're all, like, fans of and listen to. So it's amazing to just, to, like, see our names and with everyone else. So once again, we thank everybody. Yes, and the other piece of information, not really news, but uh, we got another email uh, to the Tiki Hut um, asking for a little bit of help. This one came from Richard Payne. Um, I believe he goes by DickieP1018 on Twitter. Um, that particular Twitter person is named Richard Payne, and um, I know he listens to the show. And we got an email from a listener named Richard Payne, so I'm pretty sure it's the same guy. If it's not, <laughs> I apologize to the Richard Payne who emailed us in. Um, but he did email us. He says, uh, please help. Uh, my wife and I are traveling to Walt Disney World in August for our 10th anniversary. We're trying to decide if there's value in purchasing the dining plan, or a dining plan, sorry. We're staying at Saratoga Springs. Uh, they traded in through RCI. 
and they uh, here are our current reservations. Uh, and I'll, I'll list those off in a minute. But he says, we cannot see where there will be money savings by purchasing the dining plan and eating only two meals a day, uh, lunch and dinner. I guess they, they generally skip breakfast is my understanding. Um, also, if you have any suggestions for holes in our plan, please let me know. And they uh, he listed off, um, they have a lunch at uh, Sci-Fi in Hollywood Studios, and they have dinner at Brown Derby. Uh, they also have a dinner for Ohana. Uh, they're going to do the Illuminations dessert party. And then the last day of their trip, uh, he says they have no reservations yet. So, um, guys, what do you guys think? Uh, you know, Sean and I, we've been clear on the Disney dining plan on whether we think it's a good deal or not. Um, but, uh, we could kind of go over that. And, you know, so I guess there's two questions here, dining plan or no dining plan. And then, uh, what do you think about their dining plans? And then what would you change if anything? Well, um, Oh, um, yeah. Um, if you're only going to do two meals a day, the, the dining plan is not cost effective. I just wouldn't even do it as far as his reservation choices. Uh, they all, Sound excellent. I would uh, suggest my two go-tos for nice uh, romantic dinners. Uh, one is Raglan Road in downtown. Like food is amazing. Get a show uh, with uh, the dancers and band. It's just a really like nice spot. Uh, it's my other one, Artist Point. It's at the uh, Wilderness Lodge. It's probably one of the best uh, meal experiences that I've ever had. Quiet. Architecture and stuff is really nice. It's just a really good, uh, slow-paced, romantic dinner. Yeah, going by the list that you have on here for us, it's uh, I don't see that the, the dining plan is going to work in your favor. Um, there's actually a website um, called DizTripPlanner, D-I-S, TripPlanner.com, and you can actually throw in where you're going to where you plan on eating, how many appetizers, desserts, how many people are going to be there. And it'll actually determine if the dining plan is, is worth it for you. So that might be something plugging, but uh, looking at your your things here, you know, with a lunch, you're going to lunch at the Sci-Fi Diner. Um, that, that, just that day in itself, you would end up losing money. The Ohanas, you'd probably sort of kind of break even, you know, it's, so it's pretty hard. So, but of what you're showing me, I would definitely skip it. Um, as far as, far as uh, filling some of your holes, you know, Keith is right, definitely about Artist Point. That's for a, rom- a romantic dinner. That's a good choice. The Wilderness Lodge is a, is a perfect location there. There's uh, there should be no construction going on at that point at that point in time. So that's going to work in your favor. The food there is excellent, and when you're done eating, you can go over to the Territory Lounge, which is you have to pass by anyway to get to uh, the restaurant. That is a great spot to grab a couple of drinks, either afterwards or beforehand, and an appetizer if you wanted to. Um, another great place to eat is in, over in, in Epcot, and um, Viennapolis is, is another great spot for it's maybe it's not necessarily romantic, but uh, I mean, it can be. It's just very loud, but the food is excellent. Um, and then you also have um, the La Cellier, if you can get into there. Um, probably at this point, it'd be very, very hard to get in, but that is also another great location. Or another good spot would be Shula's over at... Uh, uh, was it the Dolphin? That's at the Dolphin, yeah. Yeah, the yeah. Dolphin. Okay, yeah, the Dolphin. That's another great location, which is just outside Epcot. So, um, there, honestly, there's there's really a whole lot of choices that you can go with. 
But um, just to answer your, your quick question, the dining plan, I would say no. And then, um, you know, those are the, the places that I recommended are, are a couple good top-notch places to try. Uh, yeah, I agree with both those guys. Um, the dining plan is probably not going to be beneficial to you um, based on the length of the trip that you seem to be taking uh, and, and the choices that you've already set. You're, you're probably going to you're, you're going to get stuck in a situation where you're ordering food that maybe you don't want, and then you're going to have to pay out of pocket because you want to order like an appetizer, which you don't get on the dining plan, unless you get the deluxe dining plan, which I think would be too much food for for what you've said in terms of just you know two meals a day. Um, so I don't think the deluxe plan would work because it'd be too much. You'd be losing money on it. And I think the standard plan, uh, it just it just really doesn't, I don't think it's a good deal, especially by the time you you end up having to pay full price for whatever resort you chose to stay in in order to get the dining plan. Um, oh, no, that's for the free dining plan. So scratch that. That may not apply to your trip. Uh, I'm not sure if you've got a free dining plan or not. But I just I am not a fan of the dining plan. I, it, sometimes it can work. Um, I, I think the more people you have on your your trip and in your reservation, I think it ends up being even a little bit better value if you have Yes. Four people or five people, but if it's just right. you and your wife on a on a an anniversary trip like this, um, you know, I'm not sure if you guys have kids or if you're taking them. I, I doubt it on a tenth anniversary trip, but uh, it, it's just I wouldn't do that. In terms of your uh, restaurant choices, uh, the choices you've given so far, I mean, there's there's absolutely nothing wrong with those. Um, you know, sci-fi. There's a lot of uh, mixed feelings on sci-fi you know it's you you go there for the theming which there's nothing wrong with that after that i think you know brown derby i think is fine uh, that's the signature restaurant so it's going to be one of your more expensive places if it were me and i'm trying to plan a a 10th anniversary trip i would replace brown derby with you know use that money that you're going to spend at brown derby to get another expensive restaurant um you know as far as romantic meals are concerned my top choice would be um, right now, I think would be Jico at Animal Kingdom Lodge. Uh, if you get kind of a later reservation, I mean, that's amazing. Um, I love Narcoosie's at the Grand Floridian. Again, kind of get like a later reservation. You can see wishes from, uh, they pump the music in, turn the lights down low, and you can see wishes from there. Um, the obvious choice, which maybe you don't want to do because it's really expensive and you may not even be able to get it with since your trip is so soon. But if you can get into Victorian Alberts, I mean, that's a once in a lifetime dining yeah. experience. And for a 10th anniversary, that's a big, big deal. And I'm not even necessarily saying the chef's table. Now the chef's table would be fantastic and definitely once added, in a lifetime, but added score some points. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, that, you know, the chef's table obviously is definitely once of a uh, once in a lifetime, but even, just dining in the regular dining room, which is where my wife and I ate at. I mean, it's just the the food is, you know, think about the best piece of steak you've ever had in your life. The piece of steak at Victorian Alberts is going to be better than that. And the, the best, you know, carrot. And it's going to be, you know, everything is the best that you can possibly get of that particular item. And that's Victorian Alberts. And it's amazing. It's expensive. I'll never deny that. But if you can get in there, it's it's definitely worth it. Uh, but I think your I think your reservations are great. You're going to love Ohana. I mean, the food just keeps coming, and just save room for that bread pudding. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And and yeah, you know, like I said, there's nothing wrong with Brown Derby. I just think if you're gonna if you're gonna splurge on one meal, I wouldn't choose Brown Derby. There's there's the, the choices I gave. Artist Point, uh, like Keith and Sean mentioned, is great. Um, 
you know, there, there's so many other options that can be your splurge dinner if, if you're going to splurge on one. And so close to your trip, you might have a hard time finding one, in which case fall back on Shula's, like Sean said. You will have no trouble getting in Shula's, I can almost guarantee that. And uh, I ate there back in February, and it's a really, really good meal. Very, very good place to grab a steak. So, um, But Richard, we uh, we thank you for emailing that in, and, and to the rest of our listeners, if you have questions like that, we, we love getting those. So... So to the other listeners, if you have questions, we you know we love to answer those questions like that. So you know, drop us a line at podcast at enchantedtikitalk.com. Sean, let's get it back over to you. This week we have brought on some listeners to play Just Pass, Fast Pass, or Standby. We have a Disney vidcaster named Lou Mullen from Beyond Main Street and Tim Brooks, who is dad for Disney on Twitter. Welcome, guys. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, we're excited to have you guys on. Um, Lou, let's start with you. Let's give a little um, a background about you know what your love for Disney is. Ah, my love for Disney. Uh, well, I'll talk about when I got my love <clears throat> a little bit later, but um, I'm really, I've come to just know that I am more of a Disney park fan. I do enjoy some Disney movies, but uh, I think I'm more of a Walt Disney World park person, but I also really enjoy Disneyland. So my love is more theme park oriented than it is like movies or, you know, Disney Channel. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's me too. <clears throat> so yeah, that's 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 pretty much where I'm coming from. Yeah, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. I mean, you know, there's different aspects of the Disney company, so you know, this is what fits you know, for your needs, for your love. So right, you know, that's re- all, really all that matters. I mean, you don't have to like Peter Pan. You don't have to like Cinderella. I mean, you could just like going on the Pirates ride. That's you know, that's as long as you're getting enjoyment from it. That's that's what that's what's important. All right. Yeah. Absolutely. So uh, Tim, tell us a little bit about you. Well, uh, my love for Disney is more theme parks and movies. I got into the movies when I was a kid growing up, and my parents took it, took me down to the parks a couple of times. And then there was a long period, which I now call the dark ages, where I didn't do much with Disney, high school, college. Then got married, had a daughter. She's now nine years old, and we made our first Disney trip in 09 with her. And she is into all things Disney, parks movies disney channel i think disney channel when she's home it's the only channel that we need on our cable service actually (laughs) (laughs) yeah i hear that (laughs) and how often do you guys visit the parks uh we try to make it a point to go at least once a year we're dvc members so that kind of helps us in that regard to go more frequently than you know the average person right what's your home resort uh bay lake tower we joined there august 2010 okay and you're a DVC member too, right? Yeah, DVC member at Animal Kingdom Lodge. We joined in 2007. Yeah, 2007. Okay. So that's my home resort as well, Animal Kingdom Lodge. But we didn't join until 2011. Okay, I love that place. Oh yeah, it's fantastic. <laughs> Such a great place. So there's four of us on here who are DVC members <laughs> and one who refuses to join. The and cult. the other guy has to get off the show. <laughs> All right, well, um, it's been fun, guys, and uh, I'll talk to you later. <laughs> <laughs> Real quick, Kadani or Jumbo? What do you prefer as an owner? I mean, you know, oh, which do you prefer to stay in, I guess? That's a great question, and I, can, I have a simple answer. It's Jumbo House, definitely. I love just taking time, if I'm not too tired, at the end of the night and just hanging out in the lobby and just people watch and taking, you know, the background, the scents, the, you know, the smells and the music and... Uh, 
Jambo House for sure. <laughs> See, I'm a, I'm a Kadani guy. I love Kadani. It's quieter, and that's more what my wife and I prefer. We, I mean, you know, we're Disney fans, so it's not like you can get away from kids, but Kadani is quieter, <laughs> and you get away from the noise that is everywhere in Disney, at least more so than uh, Jambo, because it's not as busy over there. So and right. you still get those great scents, because Sanaa still oh. comes up from them the first floor. So Oh, yeah, definitely. I love Kadani. Kadani's great. I can't complain about that either. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're both great, so yeah. I'm a Kadani guy. Yeah, I've never stated either one of those, so yeah. Um, so I can't, I, I don't even know what it smells like. <laughs> <laughs> You've never even been over there? No, just no, I have not. Wow, I, mean, I can't believe yeah. you've never at least even been in there to to see it. I mean, you should go over there just to visit. There's so much to do. If it's like I, a it's, if it's a rainy day, go over there and check it out. It's a little harder now with the kids. Yeah, it's, that's true. It's it's not as easy. Go over before Boma gets the fifty dollars a person. <laughs> it's like practically forty dollars a person now. So yeah, yeah, don't worry. You're not the only one who hasn't been there ever. I've never set foot in Animal Kingdom Lodge myself. I mean, I personally, I would like to stay there. My wife really doesn't. But you know, I, I, if I go there, I'm getting Savannah view. I'm not just getting. Yeah. You know, I'm not just going to stay in a regular room. I'm going to go. I'm going to go all out and, and, and enjoy it and take in the full, you know, ambiance, the full effect of, of the lodge. Mm-hmm. All right, so um, we brought you guys on to play Fast Pass, Just Pass, or Standby. The I'll give you three choices, and you'll have to choose which one you're going to Fast Pass, which one you're going to Just Pass, and which one you're going to Stand By. So since we were talking about Animal Kingdom, we'll start over the Animal Kingdom Lodge. And um, Lou, we're going to start with you. Here's your three choices. Uh, I'm going to give you your three choices. You're going to tell me what your choices are, and you'll give us a reason why. So um, okay. first choice in Animal Kingdom is Primeval World. Second is Dinosaur. And the third is tough to be a bug. Okay, let's see here. For the standby, I'm going to say Primeval World because although it's a decent ride, it's it's a little tight in there when you have four people and taking up both sides of the seats where there's two and two. Uh, I don't mind spinning a little bit, but uh, if I ever do ride this ride, it's going to be one time, you know, per day type of thing. Um the other rides, I'll ride more than that each day, or, you know, the other attractions. Um, so that's why I'll say Primeval World. I have actually not ridden that quite a few times with my wife and daughter, ride that all the time. So, and they'll ride it multiple times in a row, and I just won't do that, kind of like teacups. Um, so that's that's standby. Um, for Fast Pass, definitely Dinosaur, uh, just because it's a thrill type of ride. Um, and then Bugs Life which I might talk about again later. Uh, I hate to keep saying that, but uh, I'm a Bugs Life fan, and so um, uh, I would just pass that. I mean, I'd want to do it, but not as much as Dinosaur, and I'd definitely way do it before I do Primeval World. Okay. So, yeah. That's that's good. All right, Tim, go ahead. Primeval World, Dinosaur, and Tough to be a Bug. I would go standby for uh, Primeval World, but uh, I would flip Tough to be a Bug and... And uh, Dinosaur, to be honest, tough to be a bug. Every time I've gone to Animal Kingdom, it's been the hottest day known to man. And tough to be a bug, I can get inside and relax for a little bit. And Dinosaur, I'm not a thrill ride type person, so I would just pass on Dinosaur. 
I would do just past Primeval World because of the constant uh, spinning. It's not really that enjoyable for me. I would do a fast pass on Dinosaur because it's always like a weight get on that one. It does kind of like jar your teeth around a bit on that ride, but it is fun that the animatronics and the special effects are awesome. And I would do uh, a standby um, on uh, It's Tough to Be a Bug. It's a fun show, and we always uh, I try and uh, catch it on our trips. So it's my choices. I'm going to just pass on Primeval World, not my gig. Um, I will fast pass Dinosaur because uh, it's usually going to have a little bit of a longer line than, than the other ones. And uh, I'll stand by. It's tough to be a bug. It's a good attraction. And, and even if you do caught and get caught in a long line, which doesn't usually happen on my trips, uh, at least you can kind of uh, inspect the Tree of Life and, and look at all the different carvings and stuff. I'm actually surprised. I, 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 to be honest with you, I thought everybody's going to choose to just pass Primeval World just because it's, uh, like you know, like Lou said, it was a tight attraction and it spins a lot. Um, I'm not a fan of that attraction at all. So that's really one of the reasons why I put it in there because I figured everybody was going to choose it, but I was actually shocked only two of you did. Not a fan. So, uh, <laughs> all right, so Hollywood Studios, this guy goes back to Lou, Voyage of the Little Mermaid, the American Idol Experience, and the Magic of Disney Animation. And if you don't know what the Magic of Disney Animation is, that's the uh, that's right over by the Voyage of the Little Mermaid, where you can go in there and you can learn to draw one of the, the characters with a uh, animator. Right. Uh, let's see. The This, this is a tough one. <laughs> um, hmm. I think for Fast Pass, I would do Voyage. Every time I want to do that attraction, it's got a long line it's hard to get in there and usually we end up not doing it it's like maybe once every third or fourth trip we'll go do it so you know i kind of like it because you get a little bit wet in there and it's cool you know kind of like the hot day thing go in and kind of just chill out for a little bit you could sit down i think the seats are actually cushioned a little bit in there so um i'd fast pass that uh just pass would be the animation studio. Actually, we just we, okay. So stand. So if I'm going to stand by, I'm going to do it right. If I just pass, I'm not going to do it. Right. I'm just passing on it. Right. Okay. So I'm going to pass on Idle. Uh, I'm glad I've done it. I guess it's leaving pretty soon. Yeah. <laughs> or it's, go- it's actually <laughs> yeah. gone. It's gone at this point, isn't it? Uh, it's down to I think three or four shows a day now. Oh, okay. Yeah. I yeah, think yeah. it's still going until the end of the year, right? Isn't right. it? Yeah. Yeah. It's going through Christmas, I believe. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. If you shut that down with, through Christmas with nothing to replace it, that park would be even worse off. Right. All right, so I guess I will do it one more time when we go in November. But uh, other than that, it, it for me, it's a just pass. I'd rather kind of not do it, but I have a 10-year-old daughter who kind of likes to do it. So we'll go do it. Uh, in standby, we actually do the animation drawing studio every trip at least a couple times. Again, uh, I personally like to draw. I'm... You know, I do okay, uh, but my daughter really likes to challenge herself and and draw as many characters as we can on trips. And sometimes, actually, my wife and daughter will go do that while I go do something else, because if I've done it a couple times, I'm kind of done with it at that point. Right. Mostly because, again, you're kind of waiting out in the queue just to get in. And um, But it's something we all love to do, and we, like I said, we all do it at least a couple times each trip. So uh, definitely stand by for the animation studio for sure i have actually never done either the american idol or the disney animation studio the old disney animation studio i, I had done but not the new one hmm. so um tim 
Uh, I would fast pass the Magic of Disney animation, mainly because I can't draw and I need all the help I can get. So if I got somebody there <laughs> who's helping me along the way, I can at least make it look somewhat like the character. Uh, I would stand by the Voyage of the Little Mermaid. It's a great show, but it's one that if I don't see it on the trip, it's not the end of the world for me. And I would just pass on the American Idol experience. I've never watched an episode. It's something that just doesn't appeal to me in general. Yeah, it's one of those, American Idol is one of those tough things where a lot of people were just shocked when Disney announced that it was coming in. And I, I was one of them. And it was just, it just seems like it was just a couple of years too late for them. If it would have came in two, three years earlier, it probably would have done really well. But that was, you know, they came in at just at the, you know, as it was, as American mm-hmm. Idol was, was done. Yeah. It was, you know, heading down. So, mm-hmm. yep. yep, agreed. I mean, there was one time we were, my wife and I were staying in Toronto and she went down and had breakfast. And she told me, Tim, Canadian Idol was in the lobby. And she had never seen me get dressed that quickly at 8.30 in the morning to get out of there before that lobby was swung. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Keith, we're going to throw it over to you. Now, I'm going to assume that you, you're you the singer of the group, that you're going to do American <laughs> Idol first. Yeah, no. Um, I would do my fast pass off for Voyage just because out of the three... I'm scared of mermaids. Well, a little, yeah. But it does seem to always uh, have a weight. So of those choices, I would do um, fast pass on that one. Would stand by on the uh, animation studio. It's always cool um, to see animators actually draw, create, instead of just like, you know, on a screen uh, with a stylus pen. And two, uh, it's a free uh, take-home souvenir, so you can't go wrong there either. Uh, and I would completely pass idle experience. I am so happy it is going away. As far as I'm concerned, it's a big um, like space waster uh, in uh, that park. They can put so much other stuff there, like some Star Wars stuff uh, would be nice. Yeah, um, it's about time that idle kind of got canceled at the studios. I am appalled that none of you like American Idol. No, I'm just kidding. American Idol. <laughs> <laughs> um, I couldn't even get to that whole sentence. Yeah. Uh, full disclosure, I've actually never done any of those three, so this is uh, really, really wow. which wow. has the longest line <laughs> of those three. Voyage, voyage, voyage. Yeah. All right, well, then that 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 that's uh, solves it for me. So we're gonna just pass on American Idol because, like Tim, I've never watched the show, have no desire, even though. <laughs> three or four of the champions have come from my state or like maybe not champions I don't think Clay Aiken won but he was from my state and a lot of there's a lot of people from my state that did really well on that show so you uh, missed your calling I mean I sing but I'm not a pop singer if that's what you're saying <laughs> I wouldn't be good on that show I'm, I'm good in a group uh, not, a, not as a, a solo act but anyway um, we're going to pass on Idol um, you said that Little Mermaid has the longest line so I'll uh, fast pass that and I'll stand by for the animation video, whatever. <laughs> Either that or I'll take the boat over to Epcot while you guys play. Yeah. You know, one or the other. <laughs> All right, well, speaking of Epcot, now here you go. Here's your three choices for Epcot. you got uh, Spaceship Earth, Mission to Mars, and the Universe of Energy. So, Lou, you can go ahead and uh, pick your choices. Fast Pass would definitely be Spaceship Earth. Uh, it's one of my all-time favorite attractions, and... It's just something about going up in that ball. It, it's an attraction inside there. It's too, it boggles my mind just walking underneath it. I'm like, there's a ride in there. 
Actually, I went in 1984 to Walt Disney World, and I don't think I ever rode that. I think I walked past it every time, not knowing it was a ride. But this was before, you know, I kind of knew much of anything about Disney anyway. So um, definitely Fast Pass for Spaceship Earth. Just Pass would be Mission to Mars uh, or Mission Space, right? Uh is it mission? Or, yeah, mission space. I'm sorry. Mission, mission space. space. Okay, yeah. Um, well, you know, you know, Sean thinks like multiple attractions are the same. So. <laughs> I thought you said mission to Mars. I'm like, you did. I did. Okay. As far as he's concerned, that's the same. Okay. The same. Well, at least he didn't call it Horizons to Mars. <laughs> Horizons to Mars. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, so mission space uh, just passed. It was actually a time. Well, I wrote it when it first opened up. When it. It only had the, the uh, I don't remember the colors, but the, the very thrill version. Uh, and I made it. But, you know, I'm kind of a claustrophobic person, and I'm kind of a big guy anyway, which gives me less space than the normal person. <laughs> and so, when I mean, I got through it. It was okay. Luckily, the fan was blowing in my face. Um, but after that, I was like, you know what? I've kind of done it. It was cool. I don't really need to do it again. So there was actually a lot of years in between there um, that I was like, or a lot of, trips to Walt Disney World and Epcot that I'm like I just don't want to ride it and, but about a year ago um, my daughter's like would you just ride it and so I was like alright we'll do it so I've actually been you know going and doing that attraction the past few trips with her it's you know I kind of am over it it's not a big deal I can kind of control myself through there now and um, so it's it's a just pass uh, for me and uh, Universe of Energy I, I like it I do it every try, every you know, every trip. But I could pass on it. It's actually we'll do it once a trip, and that's pretty much it. It just takes too much time to get through it. Now it's kind of showing somewhere, and it's kind of you know, kind of getting old. So it seems like such a big building that something else could be done inside there. So I'll just pass on, unfortunately, Ellen. (laughs) That's a the the running joke with that attraction is that that's a place you go to take a nap. Yeah, definitely. All right, Tim. All right. Um, I would definitely fast pass Spaceship Earth. I mean, it's a, the iconic attraction at Epcot, so it's one of those things that, you know, you got to do every trip. Um, I'm going to kind of qualify mine with Mission Space and Universe of Energy. In the summer, Universe of Energy would be a standby for me because it's a 40, 45-minute show, and you're inside and you're not out in the sun, but in the winter... When, you know, he would rather spend that hour out doing other attractions, it would be a just pass for me. So so then that would make Mission Space in the summer a uh, standby and then a uh, just pass for me. I kind of from now completely lost myself, I think. <laughs> so basically what you're saying is that you need your nap in the summer. Yes. Yes, I need my nap in the summer. So Universe of Energy would be a standby in the summer, which would make Mission Space a just pass. But then, in, but then in the winter, Mission Space would be the standby. Universe of Energy would be the uh, just pass. Yeah, in the winter, you don't need your nap because you need as much sun as you can get. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Keith. All right, um, I would do the fast, fast pass Spaceship Earth. Like it's been said, it's iconic. It's one of you know those things that you have to do on your trips. I would actually do standby for Mission Space. I've never done it. I am a bigger man, too. It's always been, you know, like a fear of being, like, squeezed into this little ride. 
Um, All right. I've always, you know, wanted to. It's just I, like, kind of chickened out, I guess, on it. At some point, I'll actually do it, but I would uh, just pass on energy um, just because I cannot stand Ellen. I think she's annoying, and I couldn't like, sit there for, like, 45 minutes with Ellen. So I would just uh, walk away from that one. She doesn't like you either, so don't worry about it. That's all right. <laughs> I'm not going to lose any sleep over it. <laughs> uh, for me, I'm going to Fast Pass Spaceship Earth, my favorite attraction at Epcot. So obviously that's my top choice there. Um, I'm going to just pass on Mission to Mars, as you call it, but Mission Space. I'm going <laughs> to just pass on that. I wrote it. Is that new? Uh, <laughs> Mission yeah. to Mars? I've been on it one time. I did the, the tame side, but, you know, it's... It is what it is, but not my not my thing, and, and and not that Universe of Energy is either. It's not a great attraction. It needs to be updated, but um, I can at least appreciate the the opening little movie clip with Alex Trebek and Bill Nye and Ellen, and then take my nap. So I'll <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll stand by, and as long as I get in at the beginning of, of Ellen's little the little pre movie, it's it's it, even though it's so dated and it's. Alex Trebek with a mustache, so I mean, it's completely 15 years ago, or however long that is, but it's still kind of funny uh, at, in little doses, I suppose. That's where I'm at. All right, so this one we're going to head over to the Magic Kingdom, and here's the three choices. We're going to go to uh, Space Mountain, Big Thunder Mountain, and Splash Mountain, the three mountains. All right, um, let's see. Fast Pass would definitely be uh, Splash Mountain. It's, I mean, that ride at the Magic Kingdom just says Disney, you know, with the, just the whole, the whole ride itself. I, I don't really like getting wet. You know, I don't, I don't like that part of it, but it's part of it. So, um, out of those three choices, splash would be the one that I definitely won the fast pass with. Uh, and I think it has the longest lines, uh, practically any day you go, unless it's January 1st or, or right. freezing outside. Yeah, you've never been there first thing in the morning then, have you? Uh, not on Splash, no, but in the oh. park, yeah. Oh, that's what that my daughter and I, we can knock that out two, three times by 10 a.m. Okay. If we get there at Road Drop, there's never a line then. We're, we're usually Fantasyland, first in the morning, get many of those things we can do as quick as possible. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. Um, for standby, I would definitely say um, Big Thunder. Uh, it's just a, just a great coaster ride i mean it's it's fun it's, there's i mean there's a little thrill in it it's, it's more of a casual just a good time ride uh and that's what i appreciate about just disney in general is like you know like walt says you want he wants to ride with his family and his kids and and that's kind of why you know i like disney as much i'm not a huge coaster person anyway but this is something i could handle um so big thunder mountain I definitely stand by and i would just pass on space mountain it's just too rough it's too tight uh it used to be too high but now you know i i used to be scared of heights too everybody's gonna you know i'm scared of claustrophobia and i'm scared of heights <laughs> i'm a big guy we got a big teddy bear here um so yeah definitely space mountain i it's really just too rough after riding the mine train you know don't ride space mountain because you're be, yeah so different yeah, I haven't. I just missed the mine train by a couple of weeks. I really, I'm really upset by that. But luckily, I'll be there in November to get to ride it. So I'm looking forward to that. Cool. But uh, I remember Space Mountain before they refurbed it was a lot rougher. Yeah, it's, so they did fix it up a bit. Yeah, well, 
Yeah, I, th- I think you're right, but it's it's just always been rough for me, like, because I'm like 6'6", six, six, you know, almost 6'6", six, six, my, my whole, like, not just my head, but my shoulders and my head, like, stick out from the seat, and it's like I'm being oh, wow. splashed. Yeah. So it's a little rough, those turns a little tight, and, but I mean, it's still a ride that I ride every trip, you know, but I, if I had to pass on any of those, it would definitely be Space Mountain. Hey, what about you, Tim? Uh, I'm going to kind of sound like a broken record. I would definitely fast pass Splash Mountain. I mean, it's, it's a ride, like I was just saying, if you get there first thing in the morning and you decide, do Fantasyland later, you can ride Splash Mountain a good couple of times before the crowds really start to roll in. Um, I would stand by Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. Um, it's a ride that both my daughter and I love going on, so it's, you know, something we can partake in as a family and I would just pass on Space Mountain unfortunately I mean these are three all three of these rides are rides that I like to go on but something's got to be you know just pass and that's unfortunately Space Mountain in this case we bring the hard choices to you on Enchanted Tiki Talk (laughs) yeah Yeah. you can't make them all easy that's true I would do a fast pass on Splash Mountain because there's always a wait. It's a great all-around attraction, animatronics and the music, and that's with the thrill aspect too. Great attraction. I would do a standby at Big Thunder um, because I like that new interactive queue walking around in there. And I would uh, this would just pass a Space Mountain for the reasons uh, Lou said. I swear the the last time I was on it, it jumped off the track, <laughs> um, um, <laughs> which I'm sure it didn't, but it felt as if it did. Um, squeezing in there and stuff, and it, it does hurt. But it's a fun ride, and we always do it. It hurts. It does hurt. Yeah. Well, not to sound like a broken record, but uh, I agree. I'm gonna just pass on Space Mountain. Um, I don't need a back adjustment when I'm at Disney World generally, so um, I'll usually try to ride it at least once. But of the three mountains, it, uh, it's it's way down in number three. I mean, there's not even a, it's not even close to, to one and two. Um, and Big Thunder Mountain is going to be standby uh, for two reasons: one, the new interactive queue, like Keith mentioned, uh, I've heard it's a lot of fun, and you know, at least if you're going to stand in line, you kind of have something to do. Uh, and then the second reason it gets uh, the standby is because Splash Mountain is my number one attraction in all of Walt Disney World. So obviously it's going to be the Fast Pass because it's my favorite and I want to get on it as quickly as I can. Right. So, the, so some of the choices you guys had some uh, agreement with. And uh, for the majority, you guys agreed with a lot of it. So that was fun. It's, you know, it's interesting hearing everybody's opinions on which, you know, they certainly would choose and which would they would skip. And, um, you know, for... Some of us are a little bit bigger, taller. You know, there's there's reasons for it. So uh, mm-hmm. interesting to hear everybody's choices. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So uh, everybody that comes on the show, we have uh, the Tiki Lightning Round. We ask the same five questions, no matter who you are. Um, Lou, the first question for you is your favorite snack in Walt Disney World. Favorite snack? Oh. Does ice cream count as a snack? Yep. Anything you want to count as a snack counts as yeah. a snack. That's the glory of this question. Oh, that bag of Doritos at Pop Century. No. Beer does not count as a snack. No. Do not push me down that road again. Stop it. Um, I would pretty much say any ice cream is usually a good thing. Uh, and it's probably number 
probably number one for me. If I want to get a snack, it's usually going to be some type of ice cream, be it, you know, the Dole Whip or, a, you know, Mickey bar or, or something like that. Um, so I would say any type of ice cream, definitely. It's my favorite snack. Um, Tim? Uh, I would go with the um, Crest Brioche ice cream sandwich that's available at uh, Artisans de Glace in the, French, in the France Pavilion with uh, white chocolate coconut ice cream. Mm. Yes, the coconut is. part, but I actually I like the, uh, the the macaron ice cream sandwiches from the uh, Artisan de Glace. Those are amazing. If you like my, macaron. My second favorite snack is in France. <laughs> the, the Napoleon. <laughs> yeah, the Napoleon's good. Yeah, you know, they have a... They have a pretty good Napoleon at, um, what's it called? Where you get the cupcakes at the studios. Starring Rolls Bakery. Oh, it's a pretty good Rolls. Napoleon there. Oh, I didn't know that. Or at least, uh, maybe it's, I mean, uh, perhaps their menu changes up, you know, periodically, right. so it may not be there all the time, but um, uh, they, it's pretty good there, too. All right, Lou, your favorite attraction? Favorite attraction. Um, I handed to this earlier. Uh, my favorite attraction is actually Spaceship Earth, the Jeremy Irons version. <laughs> It's, no Dame Judy Dench for you. No, it's you know I still love the attraction. It's still fun. It's still good. Um, but it it wasn't when I got the love of Disney. It wasn't the Judy Dench version. So Jeremy Irons definitely Spaceship Earth is, is my favorite attraction. Tim, how about you? Uh, I'm going to stay in Epcot, but I'm going to move to uh, Test Track because it is the one thrill ride at Disney that both. Me, my wife, and my daughter will all go on. Oh, really? Yeah, my wife is not a thrill ride person, but she will go on test track because she has convinced herself that it's like going riding in a convertible that's going 65 miles an hour. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Pretty much. (laughs) It's just like riding in a convertible. (laughs) And there are great pictures of us where me and my daughter are having the time of our life, and my wife is terrified beyond belief. And they are just hilarious pictures that we just look at and laugh. (laughs) That's awesome. Good memories from that attraction, and that's cool. For sure. All right, Lou, yeah. your favorite Disney character? Favorite character? Uh, you know, this is something, I don't know about you guys, but it for me, it like seems to change every once, you know, not like every year, but every once in a while, I'll just, you know, think, yeah, maybe I've had my time. Like, it used to be goofy for like the longest time. Actually, when I was younger, I remember really liking Jiminy Cricket. And then as I got older and adult, I was like, I like goofy because, you know, I'm kind of a goofy guy you know know, I like to have fun I like to you know joke around and uh, and all that stuff but lately it's been so my answer right now is actually the genie uh yeah again he you know he likes to joke around he's kind of fun and goofy and and all that but lately it's just been the genie so yeah genie right now that's a good choice I've never seen Aladdin though. <laughs> really? <laughs> oh my! I could I could tell that you. That makes guys. that choice very interesting. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I've, I've, seen, like, I've never even seen. Yeah, I seen like the play, you know the play out in Disneyland. Um, it's a good show, right there. Yeah, really good show. There's actually a whole list of Disney movies that people are so surprised that I've never seen. But yeah, Aladdin's one of I've never seen like in its entirety. I've seen bits and pieces, but I've actually never sat down and watched the whole thing. But yeah. So, yeah, Genie. Tim. Uh, I go with uh, Chip and Dale. I just find them to be 
absolutely funny at no matter what they do, whether it's, you know, doing stuff just the two of them or screwing with Donald Duck. It's, I just find them funny and they're hilarious. Now, I'd like to point out to Sean, now this is an acceptable time to pick <laughs> two as one. I this thought about saying it, but I was just going to let it go. No, no, you can't let it go. You have to keep fighting the good fight, Keith. This is an acceptable time to pick two as one. Well, Chip and Dale. Well, they're they're like peanut butter and jelly. Yes. Yes, but yeah. you can't say Big Thunder Mountain and Splash are the same or whatever, or no, Rock and Roller Coaster and Tower of Terror are the same. It's, it's the same, out. just... It's, it's the same, but it's different. That's, but I agree. The Chip and Dale are one of my favorite cartoons as a kid was, um, uh, or not cartoon, but the shorts. Uh, I had a VHS tape that had my absolute favorite of all time is Mickey, Mickey and the Camper, or Mickey's Camper. I loved that one. But on that same tape, there was one where um, Donald was making uh, peanut butter and Chip and Dale come across his factory. And they get on the little conveyor belt and they keep pushing the jars out of the way so that they go under the spout. So they're getting all this like peanut butter. And I, I just I love that. And the, obviously hilarity ensues with Donald. But I, I loved that cartoon. Those, those are those are good characters. Chip and Dale. All right, Lou. So your favorite Disney movie. I know you're not a big uh, movie person, but uh, do you have one? Um, favorite movie. The, this is probably the toughest question. Uh, I really like Toy Story. The original Toy Story, I remember sitting in the theater going, wow, this is freaking amazing. Just the way, you know, the animation is like, I remember being blown away by the the, the look of Toy Story. Um, but I'm going to say actually Bugs Life. I think it's a very underrated film. Uh, and I think uh, a lot of it has to do with, um, you know, I, I, like, I like Flick, he's cool, but... Uh, it was right around the time when I really, really started getting into Disney, um, you know, within a year or so of that. Uh, and so I'm going to say Bugs Life is my favorite movie. Cool. Yeah, that's actually a lot of people who have the, ranked the Pixar movies, that's probably on the bottom of their list. Mm -hmm. And to be honest with you, it, it's really is a shame because it actually is a really good movie. It's just there's been so many great Pixar films that right. you know something's got to be towards the bottom of the list and unfortunately that's one of them but that is a great film right. yep. Tim uh, I'm probably going to date myself kind of with this answer I'm going to go with The Rescuers because it was the first Disney movie I remember seeing in the movie theater as a kid and it's just it's it's not a long movie it's only like it's like Dumbo and Snow White it's only like an hour hour and 15 minutes but I think it's a great movie and it's, yeah, it's it's what got me into Disney. <clears throat> I probably haven't seen that film in, God, probably 20 years. Oh, I know, it's been a while. I haven't seen it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I'm with Lou. I'm not positive that I ever saw it. I mean, maybe I did yeah, as a child, but I don't remember seeing it. That's probably more than 20 years. There's a lot of movie. I'm I'm kind of on the same page as Lou, like I said earlier. I, I'm, I'm more of a parks guy than a movie guy. There's a lot of Disney movies I haven't seen. I've never seen Sleeping Beauty. Sorry. I know a lot of Disney fans are probably trying to kick me out of the club now, but never saw it. <laughs> Sorry. thing is, I think I own a lot of these movies, and I still never watch them. <laughs> uh, I'm not positive I've seen Cinderella all the way through, to be honest. Yeah, I haven't seen I mean, that. I probably did. I probably saw all of those as kids. I just don't remember them, and I have not watched them as I've gotten old enough to, right. to you know, make uh, judgments upon them. 
Yeah. All right, Lou, so do you have a, uh, for the final one, do you have a favorite Disney Park memory? Favorite memory? Uh, I'm going to say it's when, you know, I got the magic bug, I think, you know, when the Disney magic bug bit me, and that would be like 1997 when I went to the parks for Walt Disney World's 25th anniversary. It was September 1997, and again, I was kind of blown away uh, by seeing the castle, a big, huge pink cake. <laughs> a lot of people hated that. I actually thought it was the coolest thing in the world. I was like, oh my gosh, check this out. I mean, I was there before that. You know, I was there in, in the eight, early 80s. I think it was 84 um, with my then girlfriend, who was not my current wife. But anyway, that's another story. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not go down that road. Yeah, yeah, yeah for your sake. About, yeah. Um, so, 1997, just seeing the castle. You know, all decked out as a pink cake, and I actually have a piece of that pink vinyl somewhere here in my house. Oh, do you? Yeah. That's pretty cool. That's wild. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was just really cool. And that, in 1997, that's kind of when it all started for me. That's that's when things started going crazy. And, uh, yeah, 1997, just that trip, I think, is my, my most fondest memory. So, yeah. Tim. Uh, it has to be uh, 2009. I, we were... Uh, we had just finished up taking my first trip with my wife and daughter, who was four at the time. And we're actually on the Disney Magical Express on the ride back to the airport. And she's sitting up on her knees, checking everything out one last time. And she sees Spaceship Earth in the distance, but never called it Spaceship Earth. It was just the ball. And she starts blowing kisses to the ball, going, goodbye, ball. I'm going to miss you. And that's when my wife and I figured out, you know, we're not going to be coming back here in three or four years. This is going to become more of a yearly event for us to come down here. That's awesome. Yeah. That started it all. That's a, yes. that, that's a great memory. Well, guys, uh, thank you so much for coming on. You know, it was a lot of fun hearing everybody's opinions and hearing everybody's uh, lightning round. You get a get a better understanding a better idea of how you know you are as a, as a fan or as you are as a person from uh, what you told us yeah thank yeah, you so much for asking me on yeah thank you for having me on Fun having you guys yeah, it was a lot of fun we appreciate you coming yeah. on uh before we wrap up uh why don't you guys uh you know plug anything if you're you know plug what you do plug your twitter uh instagram whatever you want to plug now's your time i'll let tim go first this time <laughs> okay um actually my stuff is all pretty easy to find i can my uh i write a blog that i post to at least once sometimes uh twice a day that can be found at uh www.dadfordisney.com uh, i have a facebook page also dad for disney and uh i can be found on twitter at dad for disney keep it simple keep it the same all the way through easy to find go ahead lou very cool uh I am uh, on Twitter. I'm at BMSLOU, at BMSLOU. Um, on Facebook, you can find me, uh, Lou Moulton. And I do, uh, I used to have a podcast actually, but I kind of, I don't really do it as a podcast anymore. Say, like, do iTunes or any podcast feeds. I just do all my stuff because I was a video cast. Uh, I just do everything on YouTube now, and you can find me at youtube.com slash extreme films. And uh, once in a while, I have my buddy Bob on. We'll do some crazy Disney skits. Uh, 
um, I'll just post a bunch of, actually I'm in the process now of posting all my current, like I did a bunch of videos uh, on my recent trip and I just put it all together and called it Day One Clips. And so I'm on, I just released day two the other day and I've still got a few more days from that trip to post. And um, yeah, I'm just posting a bunch of wild stuff on there. Um, so that's pretty much what I'm doing. So now on your last vidcast, you had um, Bob had told you about Cheer Wine. Did you have you tried it since then? I haven't tried it. Like, there's a grocery uh, store called High V all around town here, and they have it everywhere. But I'm in Northwest Omaha, and my High V does not have it for some reason. I and I, oh, really? I don't know. I mean, I don't really think about going to the other ones just to get Cheer Wine. But no, I've oh, still not it. tried it. <laughs> Do it. Yeah, I. I mean, I'd like to try it. I don't know how big Omaha is, but however big Omaha is, it's worth the drive to get. A <laughs> I would drive to Omaha to get a cheer line from uh, North yeah. Carolina. <laughs> Thankfully, I don't have to because, you know, it's in my state. Yeah. I'm awesome. It's made there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, is it? I, gotta okay. make sure I bring it up to the guys every time I get a chance. So. Yes. Rubs it in. I would, like to, I would like to try it, but I got a high V like a block outside my neighborhood, and they don't have it yet, so. But once I do, I will uh, let you guys know that I finally tried it. And I'll let Cheerwine know, too, because I know they follow me on Twitter <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> oh, <that's cool. laughs> Yeah, they follow the show. We're trying to. We we really want them to. Yeah. They don't have to pay us to be the official drink of the show. We just want them to give us we permission just want the title. to call yeah. them the official <laughs> yes. drink yeah. of the show. So it's sure one listening. We don't need payment. We just want to be allowed to say it without getting any legal trouble. Yeah. <laughs> That's all we want. Right, well, again, we really appreciate you guys coming on. Uh, thanks for taking the time out. Um, That's right. going to do it for this week. Be sure to let us know what you thought of the show. You can comment in the show notes over at EnchantedTikiTalk.com. You can email us at podcast at EnchantedTikiTalk.com. And you can leave us a message on the Tiki Talk hotline, which is 256-4MY-TIKI. Uh, that's 256-469-8454. Be sure to like us over on Facebook. Check out our store at Redbubble.com. We've got some new uh, designs coming up soon, I think. And, of course, follow us on Twitter at Tiki Talk Podcast. Lastly, if you enjoy the show, please take the time to rate us on iTunes. And you can find me on Twitter at One Minute Disney Dream. That's one M I N Disney Dream and MouseWorldVacations.com. And you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Dole Whip Daily, and online at DoleWhipDaily.com. And you can follow me on Twitter and on Instagram. I'm at Norman Bates. That's N O R M N B, the number eight and the letter S. Thanks for listening this week. For Sean and Keith and our guests Lou and Tim, I'm Alan, and this has been Enchanted Tiki Talk. Aloha. Mouse. Uh, can we have a show of hands? 
Any of you wanting to get off here for Mickey's party?